Good morning. Welcome back to another episode of Mornings with the Montagues. Good morning. How's it going? A little tired. A little tired today. <laughs> Today's devotional is about keeping promises. We believe in a God who is a promise keeper, way maker, yeah. miracle worker, a light in the darkness. Right? Uh-huh. Camino no I deserto. Praying, I was praying this earlier. Yeah. I was like, promise keeper. And then I was like, we're saying this song, song at church yesterday yeah. in Portuguese, of oh, course. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I was so engaged with Elijah yep. that I could. But hear. they sing in Portuguese, they sung. They say Camino no Deserto, the way in the desert. They don't say that in English, the way in the desert. We say the light in the darkness. No, they say a luz. Yeah, they say the light in the darkness. I have to think of the English lyrics. Light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Yeah. Cut. No, just kidding. Yes, so God is a way maker. And so as we're going to read about today in Joshua 14, 6 through 15, and the main verse today, Joshua 14, 12. Now give me this hill country that the Lord promised me that day. So to go back to the story of what's happening here, the context, Caleb, 45 years before this moment, was promised by Moses, you will enter into the land mm-hmm. that you saw. So if you remember that story, they went into the promised land and they saw the huge people and they said, they like, we're like grasshoppers. We're so tiny compared yeah. to these big people. Scary, huh? But Caleb came back with the report. And through this whole situation, you can read it again in Joshua 14, that he's being rewarded of the promise going into the promised land. And he received his inheritance going into the land. And the land was given to him and his children. He trusted the Lord That's above the, any the word type of there. fear, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yes, if the Lord promised, doesn't matter anything yep. else. It doesn't matter if we look like tiny little grasshopper close <laughs> to those giants, huh? Yep, yep. So, keeping promises, Caleb waited 45 years to get to the promised inheritance from God. That's a long, a long time. time to wait. It said also he was 40, he was 85 years old when he it's entered. A little, 85, wow, 85 years grandpa. old. <laughs> yeah. Well, for uh, 80, uh, 45 is almost our age, honey. <laughs> but yeah, it's a long time. My goodness. It says, not, it says verse 10 here. Now then, just as the, as the Lord promised, he has kept me alive for 45 years since the time he has said this to Moses while Israel moved about in the wilderness. So here I am today, 85 years old, and I'm still as strong today as the day Moses sent me out. Wow. wow. <laughs> that's awesome. That's beautiful. That's really cool. That should have been the main verse today. Why oh, did they wow, pick the other verse? Awesome. So continuing, as I write this, I realize that my wife and I have been married nearly as long as Caleb waited to get his promised, his promised parcel of land. So we did not write this devotional. We have not been married 45 years. No, it's the maybe 45 months. This page. Maybe. Yeah. I remember when Marilyn walked down the aisle toward me. I remember how she looked at me and promised me, to love, honor, and obey me. Like Caleb, I have cherished and depended on those promises for a long time. Contrary to much of what we hear today, promises are made to be kept, not broken. Marilyn has kept her promises to me, and that is a source of great comfort and happiness. Marriage works best when people keep their promises. When we marry, we make promises to one another, but we also depend on the promises God makes about marriage. Just as God promised Caleb, God promises Christians that He will bless their marriages. Some couples wait a long time to experience the fulfillment of that promise, and many marriages seem to have so much wrong with them. When you and your spouse experience conflict, emptiness, dissatisfaction, or hopelessness in your marriage, it's time to remember God's promises. He doesn't do things on our timetable. 
He does them on his own. Because he is a perfect God, his timetable is perfect. Caleb understood that. He forthrightly reminded God of his promises and explained how he had been faithful to God when most of the other spies had not been. Caleb did not doubt that God would do what he had promised. I need to follow the pattern God set when he made his promises to Caleb. I need to keep my promises, especially the promises I made to Marilyn many years ago. But even when I'm a promise breaker, I need to remember that God is not. I can honestly testify that God has played a role in our marriage. He has kept us together. He has blessed us as we've grown old together. Our marriage will end someday when one of us dies. I dread the thought of that. Nonetheless, I can bear it because I have the promise of Jesus that he is going I have the promise of Jesus that he has gone to prepare a place for both of us and we will go to be with him there. Caleb waited 45 years to see God keep his promise. I see his promises fulfilled every day. How about you? Wow. What a good devotional here. Mm -hmm. God is a promise keeper, a way maker, a miracle worker, a light in the darkness. Come on. And so how has God been a promise keeper to you? What has he promised you? What have you promised him that you would do? The Bible also says you should not make a vow or a covenant or a promise to the Lord if you don't intend to keep it. So that's something my dad always reminded me. He's like, yeah, well, you shouldn't make these promises if you're not going to do it, right? He always reminded me that. I think God shows it very clearly in the Old Testament. Like, don't even make a promise or swear anything. Mm-hmm. You're not going to keep it mm-hmm. or do it. Yep. So our questions here today about this amazing topic. Number one, what promises did we make to each other before we got married? What promises did we make in our wedding vows? So one thing I promised, Marcelli, I promised to love you like Christ loves the church. I said this before our, ma- our we- wedding. I said this during our wedding vows as well. Mm-hmm. And how have I been? Can you rate me? Have I, have I been doing? I think you have. Yeah, you have been demonstrating that you love me uncon- unconditionally, even on my bad days. You don't turn your back to me. You don't go away. Mm-hmm. Don't leave me. <laughs> and I am... Um, uh, not feeling well about or not treating you well. I'm a grumpy or having a bad day. You're just there to help me out and be like Jesus. Bring me back to who I am in Christ. Yeah. Many, many times. Yes. Yes. And uh, what about you? My, I want to promise you, promised to love you too, to respect you, to. One big thing I'm thinking of. Yeah. What? You promised to be my helper. Your helper, yes. You promised to be my helper. That's a big thing for me. Yeah. And also something that God promised me is that God would give me a wife that is a backbone for the ministry. And Marcel, mm-hmm. we've said this so many times that Marcelli has been that for me. And I believe that she's going to mm-hmm. continue to do that even when we're living in a different country, again, where Portuguese is not the main language, yeah. where she doesn't have to translate me. However, God is still going to use Marcelli mm-hmm. as the backbone to keep me straight, to keep me honest, to keep me in the right path. Yeah, and walk with and you. And she does that. Whatever you go, like I'm going to, whatever ministry you're taking part with, I'm going to. Mm-hmm. I, I've always had this strongly in my heart since like I was single like I really wanted a man that would follow God and would serve him and I would go where he's going Mm -hmm. I I never wanted like oh I'm going to conquer my own dreams like not that I don't have my own dreams but that's my dream you know to be following God Mm -hmm. whatever he's calling us my prayer was always like I don't want to go alone God so give me someone that loves you and uh, wants to serve you so that's that has always been something that God planted on my heart like since I was a teenager like where you're going I'm going you know I'm going to serve 
God with you. Any country, <laughs> any, any ministry, you know, I'm going to serve. Yeah. Amazing. Question two, how have we lived up to those promises? Which one have been the most difficult to keep? <laughs> Which ones have been the easiest to keep? Which ones are still being tested? Yeah, I think uh, this one that we just talked about being the helper and mm -hmm. about going with you wherever you go. <laughs> Because sometimes you move to many places and yep. I go. And sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's And not every promising. move is a dream move. Yeah, exactly. Either, sometimes right? it's very promising, very homey, very wow, amazing. And But sometimes it's, oh my gosh, I'm scared of this place. <laughs> you know? Or going to preach to some places, they were scary. Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> scary sometimes. And, Oh, I'm gonna run away. No, never, never thought about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think uh, I have to keep my word, mm -hmm. keep my word, you know? For me, my commitment of loving Marcelli like Christ loves the church, that's a tough call. Yeah. <laughs> Because Christ loves the church per perfectly. Yeah. Without fault, right? Where the church is acting a fool and Jesus says, I still love you. Come home. I'm oh, yeah. gonna treat you better. You know, he mm -hmm. always does the right thing. However, in marriage, you want to be angry sometimes. You want to say that word that you, oh, you just want to say it, right? Mm -hmm. And so we have offenses. We have these types of things. So when I fail, I can come back to the Lord. Lord, forgive me for not loving my wife like Christ loves the church. Mm -hmm. Marcy, forgive me for not doing my part. Sorry mm -hmm. that I'm not, you know, treating you the way that I could have or that, mm -hmm. that the Lord wanted me to, right? The, the Lord raised me to. Yeah. And so that's always a continual and that's a, that's correction calling, that's happening. And that's your calling, you know, to... Not just love me, but you correct me and you bring me back to... I was talking about correcting I'm, myself. No, <laughs> but, but you bring me back to yeah. what I'm supposed to be and look mm -hmm. to the light and look mm -hmm. to the truth. Like like but, Jesus leads the church. Like he brings the yeah, church back to yeah. the Father. And sometimes uh, and sometimes you... Um, maybe distraction or let the offenses in, mm -hmm. you know, and that yeah. takes away the, the focus. It's a different, like, perspective. Yeah. When I'm offended, enemy, I look yeah. through a different paradigm, and it's harder to correct you or to put you on the right yeah. path when I'm offended, right? Uh -huh. The enemy Another distracts thing, you with that. For sure. Another thing is that it is my mission. I, I know Marcelli so well. We've only been married for three years or something. In a half. In a half. We've been together i mean dating for four however i know marcelli so well and when she's not on the right path when something's wrong i know <laughs> it's so quick to know you're not something's not right you're not on the right path right now what's going on your thoughts are wrong something's going on you're being tormented what's going on mm -hmm. and so it's my mission to correct her and put her on the right path hey what happened oh no that's not true let's correct this right mm -hmm. and so yeah i see what you're saying i have mm -hmm. and that's how christ mm -hmm. loves the church he mm -hmm. he corrects the church he But, brings the church in love it's not like a domineering thing yeah. get get better you're you suck you know it's not it at all thing. i don't know if there's a gift there but It's like I learned how to do it too. Like, oh, I recognize there's something going on. You know, I can recognize in you, I can recognize in myself. Mm -hmm. And before uh, we got married, I didn't notice. Mm -hmm. I was just with the same wrong thoughts and just um, treating myself so bad, mm -hmm. you know, and seeing myself in the wrong way. And I couldn't correct it. Mm -hmm. And it's like a, a vision, a clearly vision how to... That every Christian should mm -hmm. have, you know, when you are falling astray from the path a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. or your thoughts are going are being invaded by the <laughs> enemy, you're supposed to recognize it. And 
with the Holy Spirit. Holy yeah. Spirit helps it. So I don't know what I was. Uh, I was suffocating the Holy Spirit. I don't know what I was doing, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I couldn't recognize it easily, you know. Uh, I couldn't just hear the voice of I think the enemy, and I was not letting the Lord speak to me the truth that He had for me. Mm-hmm. And now it's like an exercise, and I can, I can clearly hear the voice of the Lord. Yeah. And our third question here: How have we seen God keep His promises to us in our life together? Oh yeah. I think we have seen God fulfill his promises and we're also waiting for new promises. promises, And so, yeah, yeah, it's so we, as Christians, I'm so grateful that we're Christians because when we have a bad day or we don't see correctly, we can come back to the plumb line, which is the Bible, the word of God, speaking to God, using the Holy Spirit, you know, all of these things can put us back on the correct perspective. But when you don't have this Bible, when you don't have faith, when you don't have God, where do you find solutions for, you know where do you find comfort i don't understand and, and in my past i turned to drugs right in other mm-hmm. other ways right but you need jesus to be that plumb line for you that foundational yeah. to when come back to you don't believe on you don't believe mm-hmm. that prayer works that yes you're talking to god mm-hmm. and reading the bible and praying works yeah it's hopeless but when you are doing it god brings such a hope it's so true. Yeah. It's so amazing. And I've, I remember, I can remember people now that uh, they just need it. They just need this moment to have with the Lord to receive hope, you yeah. know, to just change all the perspective. Yeah. And if you're someone listening today who feels like you have no place to rest, you have yeah. no place to, to find comfort, I'm telling Encourage, you, yeah. it's God. God is the comfort. He is, he'll give you a piece that passes all understanding, no matter what's going on in your life. And through all of you, all of you who are waiting for promises, just as Caleb waited 45 years, just as David waited to be king, mm-hmm. there's so many stories of waiting in the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. We're waiting too. Yeah. I, I get it. It's so stressful. It's hard. It's, ah, I want it now. But we can come back to the Lord. Lord, help me to have a correct heart. Help me to see things the way that you see them. Help me to be prepared. And God is preparing us, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, it's easy to look at the life of David and the life of Caleb as well. How was God preparing them Mm -hmm. in the wait? Because he was. He was preparing him. David had to defeat Goliath, right? But Mm -hmm. God gave him a bear and a lion to to prepare. How many other things? (laughs) Not recorded, right? (laughs) God prepares us for, for his calling. And so... Be grateful today that you're not there yet, that God is Mm -hmm. still teaching you, still training you. And I believe that we're learning things today that are going to be vital in the next season. And so Mm -hmm. I'm excited to keep learning, to stay in this season. That's like a training phase for for what's going next, what's coming next. I think God protects us either from acting foolish, not prepared Mm -hmm. when we go to some place, and also from uh, sometimes would not work as the way you're supposed yeah. to work if you try to go before or do before some things. So just wait for the perfect time of God and yeah. it work better. So that's our devotional today, Joshua chapter 14. Go back and read those verses 6 through 15. It's a great devotional today, keeping promises. Yeah. God is the promise what? keeper. Don't yeah. doubt the Lord. If he promised it, he's going to fulfill it. He is not a man that he shall lie. So and ask God. Or remember, try to remember what are the promises that God has made for mm-hmm. your life. Yeah, and Caleb reminded God of the promises. <laughs> yeah, he's God. Don't you remember that I was yeah. I was being faithful? And the verses said because he was following the Lord wholeheartedly, he received the promise. Mm-hmm. 
And so follow the Lord wholeheartedly, not half-heartedly, not a little heartedly, not a third, wholeheartedly. Give him your whole heart. Trust in his ways. I know it's hard. I know it's tempting to not do it because there's, you can't physically see it. It's not tangible at times, but God is God. (laughs) I mean, trust his ways. It's so much better. So Mar, if you can end us with a prayer, that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for this time, this devotional, and thank you, Lord, because you have shown through your Bible that you are a God that promises things, and you keep your promises, Lord, and you and you make it happen, Lord, for all your children, all your faithful ones, Lord. Thank you so much. And I'm here just like Caleb to remind you also mm-hmm. of the promises that we have been expecting, Lord, for the future. Uh, I pray for your will, your perfect will. I pray for these promises to to happen in Jesus' name. And we claim for these promises, Lord. And we also pray for all the ones that are listening and expecting also from promises from you, Lord. Tell them what are your promises if they don't know, Lord. And also the ones that I already know and are expecting for for promises from you, Lord, I pray for you to make it happen. Uh, you are the way maker, Lord, and you can do all things. And we pray for your help and for you to be glorified, Lord. Help us to be faithful and waiting and to learn from you, to seek you, to learn how to rest on you, Lord, while we are waiting. Pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.